Blog Talk Radio. Romans 25. Nope. Righteous judgment of the Most High. Who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds. To them who by patience yep. continue in some well-doing seat. No nope. glory and honor and immorality. Yep. Eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious and do not obey the yep. truth. But obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. You an African American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Yep. Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yep. Think they gon' say it? Nope. We gon' explode. Yep. Yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yep. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to my? Yep. Do you follow these laws? Nope. Do they still exist? Yep. Have time to wait?
from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose the most I your theater Two sides to choose from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose Who you gonna choose Got to choose Alright, alright, alright You gonna learn today Alright, alright, alright You gonna learn today all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, shalom, good morning. Shalom to the 12 tribes worldwide. Greetings. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Uh, it's, your brother, it's your brother, that guy, Mashaba. And you've reached another episode of ISBHPK Presents uh, Bible Talk Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We do the ISBHPK Bible Talk Podcast every Monday through Thursday from 10 a.m. to about 12, you know, 1230, uh, Central Standard Time. Um, right here at www.blogtalkradio.com uh, forward slash uh, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A or you can call in to area code 646-668-2568. Again, that's Monday through Thursday from uh, 10 a.m. usually start from 10 a.m. to about 12, sometimes 1230. Uh, Monday through Thursday, you can catch us. And then, again, on Friday nights, you can catch us um, where our podcast is done. Um, Friday Night Bible Breakdowns with the Brother Bonabad. Every Friday night, starting at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, goes to about 9, maybe 9.30. Um, every Friday night, again, you catch our, our live ISBHBK Bible Talk podcast going on at, at those times. Um, on Mondays, uh, you got me, Mashaba. Um, you you know, uh, uh, I guess you got me on Mondays since you had the weekend to, to, to rest up and prepare for, for me and... <laughs> And my antics and what I'll be going through and stuff you now on Mondays. Then we come back with the excellent uh, current events class and 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 history classes of what the brother tells the father, the brother, the brother, the priest, um, uh, the prophet, the coach, Tazapa. Uh, with Tazapa Tuesdays, uh, we goes over cover current events and 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 topics and and history. Doing a great job. You definitely want to tune in for that. I get back again on Wednesday, and then Tazapa is now picking picking up on Thursdays. With FYI, for your information, for any questions uh, that he gets, um, he dedicates Thursdays to answer anybody's questions that they might have. So you, those some some days you definitely want to check out is Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then obviously, again, come back on Friday nights, starting at 7. The Pastor Brother uh, Bonabad, as he goes over um, uh, Bible breakdowns uh, and, and just uh, give us some good understanding. Um, uh, Bible breakdowns every Friday night starting at 10 p.m. Again, all these times are Central Standard Time. I've been a part of the ISBHBK uh, Network of Schools, the Israelite School of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge Network of Schools. We have schools across the nation, across America. In San Antonio, uh, we have a school located at 4444 Walsham, suite number 201, San Antonio, Texas, 78218. Uh, the contact, uh, getting contact there is the brother of Warner Iyer. Uh, you can reach him at area code 210-862-2643 or the brother Shamshuan at area code 505-387-9609. Uh, if you're out of town or out of, out of, if you're out of town or you're not in the San Antonio area and you'd like to check out the classes uh, that are taught here in San Antonio, check the school out. Um, if you go to YouTube to ISBHBK San Antonio um, and you'll be able to catch uh, the classes there every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., and again, on Saturdays, uh, Sabbath mornings, starting at 10 a.m. Uh, 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 with the Sabbath class. Uh, please check them out uh, and show support. 
to help keep the school running here in San Antonio, uh, we ask that you uh, check out the kiosk uh, located right in front of the shoe palace at Rolling Oaks, the first floor of Rolling Oaks Mall here in San Antonio called Eastern Fragrances. Now, Eastern Fragrances, um, you can get the latest in your designer uh, uh, cologne perfume oils for men, women, and children, as well as incense oils with the beautiful Egyptian um, uh, Egyptian uh, vases, tear uh, catcher bottles. Uh, check them out. And remember, once you make a purchase for Eastern Fragrances, that any of the bottles that you get um, is half-price refills. So when the bottle's empty, and which will last forever, is the actual oil that your colognes and perfumes are made from, without the water, the chemicals, and, and, and all the harsh uh, additives, just the pure oil. When the bottle's empty, bring it back to, uh, to the kiosk for half-price refills. Um, so whatever body you purchase, whenever it's empty, don't throw it away. Bring the bottle back and get half-price refills. Uh, that's Eastern Fragrances. And then they also have another uh, movie coming. They'll keep the school running here in San Antonio called On The Mark Moving. On The Mark Moving, as, as, as it sounds, is a movie company uh, that is licensed, insured, and bonded uh, here in San Antonio that can handle any, anything you need moved from an apartment to a house to a, uh, an office to a storage to an attic. You name it. If you need, um, uh, need something moved, contact them uh, on the Mark Moving. And they have an office also at um, Willing Oaks Mall on the dealer's end of the mall, on the far north end of the mall. Um, check out on the Mark Moving. It's on the second floor. Uh, of one goes small, or just go by the school. Really, that, that we want to challenge everybody there anyway. Go by the school, 4444 Walls, in suite number 201, San Antonio, Texas, 78218, or contact the brother Samson Wine, 505-387-9609. And understand that when you support Eastern Fragrances or On The Mark Moving, you really are helping support the school here in San Antonio. If you have any donations, beyond financial donations, that, that you'd like to help support the school, here in San Antonio, be it Bibles, apocryphals, dictionaries, computers, laptops, um, uh, tablets, um, printer, uh, printers, printer paper, um, even vehicles, uh, trucks, vans, box trucks. If you, uh, if you want to donate, it, it, it will help the, help the school out. Please contact the Brother One Eye or Sam Chuan or go by the school uh, once again. All right, for our schools in Houston, uh, Norfolk, and Rochester, uh, there's a website set up at isbhpk.com, at isbhpk.com, where you'll find um, uh, links to uh, Coach uh, Creations, Sweet Ambiance, and Israelware. Coach Creations offers you the, the latest and greatest in home decor, Hebrew Israelite home decor and custom-made jewelry, um, as well as Sweet Ambiance, uh, where you can purchase, get a subscription uh, per, a subscription. So we see Sweet Ambiance, where you can get the latest in um, skincare uh, bath therapy uh, products from custom handmade soaps, custom handmade lotions, custom handmade um, uh, beard and, and body oils, uh, custom, custom handmade candles. Uh, go to the website, isbhpk.com, and, check out, uh, and start your subscription to Sweet Ambiance. And then there's also uh, Israelware. If you're trying to get your Hebrew Israelite game up, you, um, you're trying to, you want to apply more of Isaiah chapter 52 and verse 1, which says, uh, put on our beautiful garments. Check out Israelware. You can see, you can look at them on Facebook or go to, again, the website, www.isbhbk.com, and you can start your subscription with Israelware to where every month you can get um, men, women, or children 
get a corner whatever subscription you get uh from t-shirts to, to scarves uh the t-shirt of the month the scarf of the month or if you want a custom-made garment um or, or something to your liking your style or they can create something for you get in touch with uh um Israel, they can definitely accommodate you all right and proceeds from uh choice creations sweet ambiance and Israel help support our schools in houston our school in Houston is located at 231 FM Road 1092, Stafford, Texas, 77477. And the priest of contact there is Priest Quattazop, all right? And you can reach Priest Quattazop at area code 303-557-8979. And you can watch their classes live if you're not in the Houston area. You want to see what's going on there. You can check their classes out live at ISBHBK Houston on YouTube as well. Every Monday and Wednesday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. And then coming back again on Fridays from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And then also on Saturdays starting at 10 a.m., you can check, uh, check them out at ISBHBK Houston, all right, on, on YouTube. For our school in Norfolk, our school in Norfolk is located at 2610 Granby Street, Norfolk, Virginia, 23517, being the address there. And the brother of the priest to contact there is Priest Kazakia. And you can contact him at area code 757. 3004047. And if you'd like to set up their classes and see what they have going on, see, see, see what kind of work is happening there in, um, uh, in Norfolk, go to Facebook Live. You go to I, uh, Israelite School of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge um, every Tuesday and Thursday on Facebook Live from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, again, on Facebook. You can catch this uh, Friday night Sabbath class as well. Uh, from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at ISBHBK Norfolk on YouTube. And then come back again on Saturdays and check out the Sabbath ceremony um, starting at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time, um, ISBHBK Norfolk. And then we have our school in Rochester. Our school in Rochester is located at 1600 Lyle Avenue, suite number 1A, Rochester, New York, 14606. And the priest of contact there is Priest Zion, doing a great job of their great job. And you can reach him at area code 757-762-3917. And you can watch them live on YouTube as well every Tuesday and Thursday, starting from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. at ISBHPK Rochester, at ISBHPK Rochester on YouTube. And that's from, seven, again, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, every Tuesday and Thursday, and then again on Saturdays, uh, uh, Sabbath class starting at 10 a.m. Um, if you're in the um, Albuquerque area, uh, we ask you please get in touch with the brother Aisha White Design at Erica 505-218-4218. We get together for any high holidays or any counseling or, or questions you might have. Uh, please re- don't hesitate to reach out to brother Aisha White Design. Again, Erica 505-218-4218. Um, then here in San Antonio as well, to uh, uh, help support the EO Pure Therapy Event Center. The event center is located on the far south end of the mall, which would be the Sears, the, the former Sears wing of the mall, on the second floor right in front of the remote control race car tracks. Um, they're at the mall and EO Pure Therapy Event Center. Uh, we do have a Hebrew class. We have a Hebrew class that we teach every Sunday. Hebrew, Hebrew class we teach every Sunday starting from at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time to uh, 6. Uh, if you want to learn the Paleo Hebrew, 
Please come and join us. Again, at Bolingo Mall, at the EOP Therapy Event Center, located on the second floor of the mall, in the far south end of the mall, right in front of the, the, the former Sears, in front of the remote control race car track. They're at the mall. And we have class there every Sunday, starting at 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. for the Paleo Hebrew class. EOP Therapy Event Center is, is supported by the EOP Therapy Store. EOP Therapy Store is located on the first floor of Bolingo Mall, in the J.C. Penny wing of the mall, directly diagonal from the H&M clothing store. Uh, EO Pure Therapy uh, provides, the, 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 their specialty is bath bombs, bath salts, and skin care. Um, and they also have CBD-infused um, uh, uh, creams, gummies, tinctures, and roll-ons. And they can also provide you with, they have salt scrubs, they have sugar scrubs, um, just skincare needs. If you need it, they got it. Some and they're handmade. Everything, everything is handmade, custom made, um, from soaps to lotions. You can get a custom designed soap for uh, a fragrance of your choosing. They can hook it up for you. They do a great job there at the store. Um, so we ask you to please check out uh, EO Pure Therapy. But this is quite a For now, the brother uh, Gabarkawa. Uh, go and check them out. They can definitely take care of you. Right? They definitely take care of you. They can provide you with some of the custom uh, fragrances or design ones specifically for you and, and yours. All right? So please check out EO Pure Therapy. All right? um, and then if you'd like to help support the, uh, the Bible Talk uh, podcast, we ask that you uh, send any donations to help support the ISBHK Bible Talk podcast. You are accepting donations at, on Cash App under Mashaba, that's M A S H A H B A, or Google Wallet. At uh, Mashaba, M A S H A H B A, 575 at gmail.com. If you'd like to help uh, support the ISBHBK Bible Talk podcast and our, uh, we're in the transition right now between either Google Meet, Zoom, or even um, um, uh, those two platforms right now uh, and broadcasting our. Um, Hebrew class, and with, with hopes of moving it to YouTube so uh, people can, can share with us on YouTube as well. So if you'd like to help out the, 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 the podcast, uh, please send donations to, uh, to Cash App uh, at Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A, or Google Wallet at Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A, 575 at gmail.com. All right, brothers and sisters, at this time, uh, I, I, I've been collecting names uh, for a prayer request. Um, that we ask that for the following names that, that you, the listeners, uh, you might add these names to your prayers as well. Um, people that pray for everybody uh, everywhere and showing that, that charity and esteeming others better than yourself. Um, but we, we want to add these names. And if you would like a name added to the prayer request and to the prayer list, uh, please text me at area code 210-784-8463. Please text me. At area code 210-784-8463. Text me the name and just put PR uh, behind the name. Um, for example, if, you, if you're going to put like uh, – let me see. I'm trying to think it's really good. Say it's Ice Cube it's just, it's just for, for giggles. Um, if you want to have a prayer request for, for the brother Ice Cube, uh, then just put Ice Cube. And then, uh, then put PR, Ice Cube, dash, comma, they put PR, 
That way I know it's for prayer requests so that we can ask all Israelites, you know, all believers, all listeners that are tuning into the show, that they might add these names to their prayers because it says the prayer of the righteous availeth much. So at this time, brothers and sisters, uh, we're going to offer this prayer up for, for those who need a little extra help, a little extra protection, a little, a little extra healing. Um, and we ask that you add these names to your prayer request as well. So the most high name of Christ. Let me take my head covering off. Uh, the most high in the name of Christ. Please listen to us now, right now. Please send Michael and, and the holy angels to watch over, to bless, to heal, to protect, to strengthen, to help, to guide. And to please take away all evil, all evil people, all evil spirits, all sicknesses, all guile, and all malice from the following uh, uh, names, Father. From the brother Sawam and his wife, Waradaya. Uh, from the brother John Spann. Uh, from Sister Miss uh, Catherine, otherwise known as Ma Dukes. Um, uh, from your sister uh, Becky and Brother Darrow. Uh, to the entire Lovett family, uh, as well as the entire Coast family, Father. Uh, for, the, uh, for the brother Kazakia uh, and his family, including his wife, Shawashana. Um, to the sister Anagashia. Uh, to the brother uh, Sawam Mayam, there in Houston. To the brother um, uh, Sawam of West Beverly, here in San Antonio. Uh, to the sister Ayana Banath Banath Mayumian, the wife of, of Warner Ayer. Uh, to special needs children, Father. To uh, uh, to Cece, to Aizali, to uh, Aliyah. Uh, to the brother Tazapah, Father. Um, and to the brother uh, Kodashkabar. To the brother Yanawathan. Uh, to the brother Gabar Gad in Florida, uh, to Sean Kodash, also in Florida, uh, to the sister Ruthie Mae Johnson, and Father, we ask you also, as, as we raise up uh, the sister Kwadashaya, uh, the, the wife of Bonabad, uh, to you, Father. And we ask all these names in the name of our Lord and Savior, your son, our king, uh, who the world calls Jesus Christ, but who we say in, in, in the Paleo Hebrew, Yahweh Shai. Uh, so, Sawada, thank you always. Yahweh in the name of, of, of Christ, Amen. All right, brothers and sisters. So cool. Again, welcome to the show. It, it is Monday. Um, uh, I hope everybody had had, had a, a great weekend. I hope it, it, it was uh, informative. I hope it, it was fruitful, productive. Uh, I hope it was everything that that you could want it to be, and, um, and that the Most High was with you. Uh, as our brother Tazi Father to say uh, in all his classes uh, from Psalm chapter one eighteen verse twenty six. Uh, that the most I bring you to it, he'll bring you through it, that this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. All right. Um, it's been a lot going on. It's definitely been a lot going on. Um, I can't wait to hear Top Spot Tuesdays, this Tuesday, to see what current events he's going to bring up. I know it's going to be exciting. It's been a lot. Um, at the Hebrew class this past Sunday, just yesterday, uh, the brother um, – the brother LV was, was was hit me up with a lot of things going on uh, that I wasn't I wasn't even aware of, and I'm not even going to try and touch that with a ten foot pole right now. But I know there's a lot of things going on. We're, we're definitely living in the last days um, as we patiently and we pray the Lord's prayer, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. That we're, we, we're, we, are, we are waiting, patiently awaiting, uh, enduring, uh, as we're in these, these last days, the arrival of, of the King, the arrival of our Lord and Savior, um, who the world does call Jesus Christ, as we, we are patiently waiting for him, that yeah, there's going to be judgment. It, it, it's coming. But we know with that judgment is the salvation and, and the healing of the earth, the healing of, of all nations, and the restoration of righteousness in the earth once again. So as, as we, we, we're going through these trials, tribulations, brothers and sisters, that's got us in, in, in the series that I'm doing right now uh, to deny Christ, all right, to deny Christ. And brothers and sisters, uh, one thing even Brother LB had, had, had mentioned um, this Sunday when we, when we were talking about rapping, by no means, I guess a, a disclaimer put uh, out there, whatever, by no means, um, is ISBHBK the only school, the home of the truth, the only place where you can learn about the Most High, the only place you can learn about uh, about salvation? By no means do we ever want to put that 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 out there, brothers and sisters. That the nation of Israel is is exactly that. It's a nation of people, and, and according to Second Corinthians chapter eleven verse twenty two, um, we're not a religion. All right, we are the Hebrew Israelites, the, uh, the seed of Abraham. Um, of the seed of Abraham, that we are an actual people, that we have an actual heritage, that that the 12 tribes of Israel, that we really are a nation of people. And within a nation, you have so many different parts of a nation, um, and all parts of a nation are needed. All parts of the nation are needed. So that being said, as as we look on, as, as, you, as you're seeing a lot more of the teaching taking place across America, uh, on street corners everywhere. Um, as you look on YouTube, and you're seeing more and more YouTube uh, YouTubers that are Hebrew Israelites. As you're looking um, on uh, different just platforms, period, from Blog Talk to um, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, 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 iHeartRadio uh, Podcast, or wherever, that this knowledge is really getting out and um, awakening the 12 us tribes and nation of Israel to repent, uh, to repent and come together. With that, again, with that being said, brothers and sisters, by no means is ISBHBK, uh, Bible Talk, the only place you should be getting your information from. We encourage you to get information from all uh, and as many sources as, as possible because we're all part of the body of Christ, all right? And in raising up a nation, it, 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 takes, it, it takes, how does the saying go? It takes a village to raise a child. Yet there's parts of, of, of the body of Christ that are in all Hebrew Israelite camps. Um, some a little more 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 rough around the edges, if I can say it like that. Some might be a little more refined. Some might only believe in the Old Testament. Uh, some everybody's got their quirks. I'm just saying it like that. Maybe that's the best thing I should say. Everybody has their quirks, but there's something to learn. Titus chapter one verse fifteen says. To the pure, all things are pure. That if, we, if you receive it in a pure mindset, there's something to learn and achieve and, and gain from all Israelites, and all Israelite teaching uh, uh, that, that's taking place. So by no means are we, are we going to, do I want to disassociate myself from, from, 
of the Israelites, how can you dissociate yourself from a nation? That, that, that's impossible. But I know from, from the, the conditioning that we have, that we've been under for the past 500 years, that we're still looked at like we're a religion. Um, and we're still looked at to where uh, from all the, the, the stereotypes that have also been placed upon us for the past 500 years, we're a bunch of beasts. We're a bunch of savages. It's a bunch of black men. It's something to be feared. It's something to be uh, afraid of. Uh, black, Mexicans, Native Americans, um, uh, Hispanics, that nothing good can come of it. Um, and that uh, it would seem like we're violent because we're loud, because a lot of brothers are stern, because a lot of brothers are direct. But brothers, that's, that's not the case. That's not the case. Um, when you see how hard-headed and you go through the scriptures and you, as you start learning the biblical history about Hebrew Israelites, we are the most hard-headed people on the planet. The 12 tribes of Israel are the most stubborn, stiff-necked, hard-headed people on the planet Earth. There is nobody more stubborn and more stiff-necked um, and self-righteous as Hebrew Israelites. When I say Hebrew Israelites, I'm referring to so-called Negroes, West Indians, Puerto Ricans, Haitians, Dominicans, Cubans. North American Indians, Timor Indians, Argentinians, Chileans, Brazilians, Colombians, Panamanians, so-called Mexicans here in North America. There is nobody more hard-headed than us. There's nobody more stubborn than us. Um, there just isn't. Uh, matter of fact, I am before that scripture. I wasn't thinking about this earlier this morning, but I'm thinking about it now, so I want to go ahead and go here. When we go to Ezekiel chapter 3, as we do try to make sure we keep everything Bible-based, when we go to Ezekiel chapter 3, Um, this is what, these were the instructions that the, the, uh, that the Lord had given to the prophet Ezekiel during his time, all right? Um, I am curious about that. Let me see here. Um, I'm just curious. It just hit me up. It says Ezekiel was a priest. Uh, Ezekiel was a priest. I believe he's doing the Babylon captivity. I just want to look it up real quick. Um, Ezekiel from Smith Bible Dictionary. Yahshak Allah will be the Hebrew name of the strength of God. One of the four great uh, greater prophets was the son of a priest named Buzi uh, uh, Bazai, and was taken captive in the captivity of um, Jehoiakim. 11 years before the destruction of Jerusalem. He was a, that's talking about the Babylonian captivity. He was a member of a community of Jewish exiles who settled on the banks of the, of the Shabbat, a river or stream of Babylon. He began prophesying approximately 595 BC uh, and continued until uh, 573 BC, a period of more than 22 years. Wow. I, I, I didn't have those details, brothers and sisters. I didn't have those details about uh, Ezekiel. This just kind of came to mind. Uh, and now I just read that from an excerpt from the Smith Bible Dictionary. Right? From the Smith Bible Dictionary, that Ezekiel um, was a prophet during the time of the Babylon captivity when um, uh, after I'm going to let Brother Tessapah break it down to y'all. Check out his classes. He's been covering this topic about the split of the kingdom and everything. And, and the series that he's been covering, uh, Never Wax Spell, Go and check it out. There's a chance for me to give him a, a plug and a shout out. Go check it out. 
he detailed this and walked the steps off uh, so clearly that that <laughs> how they say even the cave man can get it. Um, but Ezekiel was doing the Babylon captivity, and he started prophesying around 595 BC. I just want to get that that approximately 595 years before Christ came is when Ezekiel was on uh, was on the scene doing his job as a prophet for the Most High. So when we go to Ezekiel chapter 3, and we start at verse 1, but Ezekiel chapter 3, you start at verse 1. This was the instructions that the Lord God had given to Ezekiel um, during the time of his prophesying, the time of his ministry. And it says, Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 1. Moreover, he said unto me, son of man, eat that thou findest. Eat this roll and speak unto the house of Israel. So Ezekiel was actually given a roll to eat. Um, um, like a scroll, not like, not like a, a biscuit um, uh, or whatever, but like a, um, it, it was, it was a, a scroll. And what the scroll represented was uh, God's words, all right? That, 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 uh, it, it was God's words. So it was symbolic of, of eating and consuming God's word. Eat, get, get God's word in you and go and speak to the house of Israel, all right? Well, uh, verse 2. So I opened my mouth, and he caused me to eat that roll. Uh, and verse 3, and he said unto me, Son of man, cause thy belly to eat, and fill thy bowels with this roll that I give thee. And then did I eat it, and it was in my mouth as honey for sweetness. Now, brothers and sisters, y'all might remember that this was similar to what John the Revelator had told us in Revelation chapter 6 or 8 about, the, about him eating a roll. And, and that it was in his mouth sweet as honey, but it made his, his belly bitter. And again, that that role here as well as in uh, Revelations represents the word of God to consume it, to get it in you. Um, you know, similar to how they say, you know, food for thought, food for thought. Eat the words of God. Consume the words of God. Get it in you. Don't let it just be surfaced. Eat it. Digest it. Get it in you. All right. Um, so he could say he, he actually ate the, it was actual roll that he actually did eat and that in his mouth, it was sweet as honey. Verse four, uh, Ezekiel chapter three, three, Ezekiel chapter three, verse four now. And he said unto me, son of man, go, get thee to the house of Israel and speak with my words unto them. So that's what, again, what that role represented it was actual role. But it was God actually, at that time, God actually just giving Ezekiel his words, all right? For us, it's symbolic of now we have to study this Bible and consume it, like Peter said in First Peter chapter 2, as a newborn babe desires the sincere milk of the word of God. And if you look at newborn babes, you know they, they want nothing else but their breast milk. If they start with breast milk, they want nothing else but breast milk. And they want that breast milk every two to three hours. They're consuming. They're digesting. They're absorbing that milk. But that's how we should be with the Bible. That's how we should be with God's word, that we're consuming his word. We're getting his words in us. So, again, as we're looking at what's going on with, with Ezekiel, the most High is telling Ezekiel, eat this word. Now, after you get this word in you, God's word in you, speak to my people Israel. Go speak to the house of Israel. Give them my words, not your words. 
not your dream, not your 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 uh, your imagination, because uh, you might have had heartburn last night. I don't want to hear none of that. Give them my word. Give the Israelites God's word. Not not some tarot cards, not some zodiac signs, not some uh, uh, superstitions. Give them God's word. Reading on now, Zechariah chapter three verse five. It says, "For thou art not sent to a people of a strange speech, and of a hard." language, but to the house of Israel, with Ezekiel being an Israelite, or the tribe of Levi, since he was a priest, with him being an Israelite, being uh, uh, from the tribe of Levi, he's saying, go speak to them and give them my words. Speak to them in a, in a way they will understand it. They will get it. Give them God, my word, meaning God's word. Because you're not sent to a people of a strange speech. I'm not sending you to, to the other nations. At this time, the, uh, right before the Babylon captivity, I'm, I'm sending you to the house of Israel. To the Israel, I'm sending you to your people. I ain't sending you to the, to the whole wide world where, where it's going to be necessary to have to speak in tongues. No. Speak to Israel, and you know how to speak to your people. We know how to speak with our people. So it, the message gets across to our people what God's word is. Again, Zechariah chapter 3, verse 5. For thou art not sent to a people of a strange speech and of a hard language, but to the house of Israel. So one like we were speaking Latin, Spanish, French, Portuguese, hell, even this damn English, go speak to your people, your peeps, your kin, your folk, your primos, your mijas, your canals. <laughs> go speak to them. All right, verse 6, Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 6. Not too many people of a strange speech and of a hard language whose words thou canst not understand. Listen to this, y'all. Surely, had I sent thee to them, they would, ha- they would have hearkened unto thee. If I was sent to the other nations, they would listen. How do you know that? Without going there, what happened with the prophet Jonah? Why would the prophet Jonah going to the uh, uh, prophet uh, against the city of Nineveh, which was doing a Syrian captivity, that he didn't want to go? That, remember, that's where we get Jonah and, and, and being swallowed by the giant fish. That he, the most I told Jonah, go prophesy to Nineveh, I'm going to destroy it. And Jonah's like, no, I'm not going to do that because those people are going to repent. And you got me out there looking like a fool. And remember, Jonah jumped in a ship. And when you look at where Israel is compared to where uh, also Nineveh was in the Assyrian captivity, <laughs> the land of Assyria, which is uh, north of Israel, for him to get in the ship and go all the way to Tarshish, remember, brothers and sisters, if you don't know biblical uh, ge- uh, geography, Tarshish is Spain. So he was in a ship close to and sailed from the coast of, 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 of Tyre, Zion, um, Palestine, and was headed towards Spain to let me know, I'm not doing that. I'm getting as far away from here as possible. And that's when the most I had that storm come up, um, and they threw Jonah's ass over the, uh, over the side of the boat to calm the storm, and that's when that, shit, that, that fish swallowed him, um, took him to the bottom of the ocean, sat there for three days until he submitted to what the most I wanted, went back to, to uh, got his ass back to um, Assyria, to, to Nineveh, and when it prophesied, and they repented. And they did repent. 
or the evil that most I was going to do. So, no, this, this is not strange, right? This is not strange. Again, Zechariah chapter 3, verse 6. Not to many people of a strange speech and of a hard language, whose words thou canst not understand. Surely, had I sent thee to them, they would have hearkened unto thee. Verse 7. The house of Israel will not hearken unto thee, for they will not hearken unto me. For all the house of Israel are impudent and hard-hearted. Brothers and sisters, when we go over this right here, as we read this, remember, the only people that have heard God's voice was the 12 tribes of Israel coming out of Egypt. When we got to Mount Sinai, that is when the Lord God, that all the Israelites at that time heard the voice of God. We heard the Ten Commandments. And we've, we've gone over that. Um, uh, go back uh, to our, our, our library at either www.blogtalkradio.com, uh, 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 Mashaba, and, and we covered the, the, the promised land, um, the benefits of, of uh, the land of milk and honey. We 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 covered this uh, and, and and have dived deep into what that day was like when the house of Israel, when the twelve tribes of Israel, and all those who came out of Egypt, when we heard the voice of God. That th- the 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 thunder, the blackness of the clouds. And I'm not gonna go through the whole thing again. It was so terrifying. It tells you that from Mount Sinai that we sprinted all the way back to the camp of Israel, to the rear of the camp of Israel. According to, to, to geography and historians, that was approximately a 17-mile distance from the base of Mount Sinai to the rear of, of, of the camp that we had set up was 17 miles. It tells you that we all sprinted 17 miles to get away from the voice of God. And we begged Moses to never let God have to speak to us again, that we believed that God was with him and we would listen to him. Utterly terrifying. It tells you that the, 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 the air shook. What's going on with that the air shakes? As well as the ground, it said the thunders and lightnings. If y'all, if y'all saw... Uh, uh, it was an Endgame, uh, uh, Avengers Endgame. I hate to go to a, a cartoon reference. Remember in, uh, in Endgame, that lightning bolt that Thor came down with? First, he went, uh, even before Endgame, it was the other movie where he had to strike down his sister, Hela. He said with the biggest lightning bolt ever in, 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 in recorded history, he hit Hela with it. She just shook it off. And he came back and struck down with the same thing. Now, imagine no... Imagine hundreds of those going off all at once, striking the ground, representing the voice of God, just hearing his voice. And I'm bringing this out like this, brothers and sisters, because we heard the voice of God and not, and as Moses was up on the mount 40 days and 40 nights, we already going to go back to Egypt? From being at a point where we were that fearful and that scared and that terrified and, and, and that amazed and shocked and in awe, where we begged, begged on top of, remember, 
We just came out of Egypt with all the plagues that the most high struck Egypt with. The Israelites came through the Red Sea, walked through on dry ground. We saw our enemies, the, the, the remaining Egyptian army, swallowed up in, in, in the Red Sea. We've seen these things. Get to Mount Sinai. God speaks to us. We hear his voice. It was no mistaking his voice, the Ten Commandments, his voice speaking the Ten Commandments. We heard this, and within that 40-day period, we're already rebelling and wanting to go back to Egypt, go back to what we're used to, go back to our routines that we had in Egypt, that they have to walk in, in the wilderness by faith. We can't see how we're going to eat. We can't see just having to adjust and submit that just follow God. We were already rebellious. That quick. You go back and read the history, brothers and sisters, uh, and, and do the research like, like we've done here on uh, ISBHBK Bible Talk and, and our, our YouTube classes. We were only three days outside of the Red Sea, and we were already ready to kill Moses again. Three days. And we was ready to kill. The 12 tribes were ready to kill Moses because we didn't have no water. Three days after walking out between, walking on dry ground through the Red Sea, just three days later, we were ready to kill Moses because we didn't have any water. Three days. So when we come back now and read Zechariah chapter 3 and verse, um, verse 7, it, it, it hurts. It hurts. This ain't no religion. It, this, this hurts. Ezekiel chapter 3 verse 7 says, But the house of Israel will not hearken unto thee, for they will not hearken unto me. But it says, when I first read this scripture, as I came to the knowledge of, of, of understanding I am a Hebrew Israelite, and it's my job to try and spread God's word and spread this message. To me, I don't, we do all things through Christ who strengthens us, and with God there's nothing impossible. But I'm like, come on, for real? He's telling Ezekiel to go speak to the house of Israel, saying, but they're not going to listen to you because they don't listen to me. And my, I'm like, hold up. You are the most high God. You are the most high God. You've got power. You've got, you're the king. There's one scripture that says he's the king of terror. Let me find that real quick. As I see my time is slipping on me. The king of terror. Let me find this scripture real quick. In Job chapter 18, verse 14, in the book of Job chapter 18, verse 14, it says, His confidence shall be rooted out of his tabernacle, and it shall bring him to the king of terrors. That's talking about the, the Most High, y'all, the King of Terrors. So, knowing that God has got all, I mean, come on, from the plagues of Egypt to all the things that God, I mean, he's the Most High. So he's a consuming fire. So it's fearful falls to the hands of God. That with all that God has available at his fingertips, things visible and invisible, all the holy angels, on the right-hand side, left-hand side, everything that God has at his disposal, and just his voice even, 
that there, if, if we don't respect God and his power, how are the, God's prophets or teachers supposed to go to this people as if they're going to listen to the servants when the, they won't listen to the master? Again, Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 7. But the house of Israel, the 12 tribes of Israel, so-called Negroes, West Indians, Puerto Ricans, Haitians, Dominicans, Cubans, North American Indians, similar Indians, Argentinians, Chileans, Brazilians, Colombians, Panamanians, so-called Mexicans, here in North, North America, because we know that the 12 tribes were scattered to all four corners of the earth. But for those here in North America, but the house of Israel would not hearken unto thee, for they will not hearken unto me. For all, A-L-L, for all the house of Israel are impudent and hard-hearted. And when we look up the word impudent, we have shameless, wanting modesty, bold, with contempt of others, saucy. Them some hell of words. Got no shame. Don't care how we look. Don't care what we're doing. Once we get in our feelings, that's it. Wanting modesty. Have no discretion. Don't give two dams about who's looking or what's going on, that we're going to follow what we want to do, we're going to do what we're going to do, and don't care how it looks or what's going on. That is, the, that is our people. It says bold with contempt of others. Come on. I'll, just go to a sporting event where any of our people are at. And when I say sporting event, I'm talking even from Little League. Let it be a Little League baseball game. Look how we talk, talk junk, talk smack. Let it be a, a beauty pageant for, for children, for infants, for toddlers. Watch how we talk smack even at that age. Bold, with contempt of others, saucy. I would look it up, but I'm not going to. The word saucy. And let's see if they have if, if hard-hearted. Yep, from the Webster's. 1820 dictionary. The word hard hard hearted. The definition they have for hard hearted, or some of the synonyms they have for hard hearted, is cruel, pitiless, merciless, unfeeling, inhuman. I can't read this word here. In an ex- inexorable and I don't really know what the hell that means but I do know what cruel means pitiless, merciless unfeeling and inhumane so I know I I started this old tirade (laughs) talking about uh, uh, we're a bunch of savages and and, and thugs and and I guess we we really are but what I'm trying to say about the Hebrew Israelites is when you see us teaching and you see us coming across very heated very passionate we're speaking to a people who, who are hard-hearted, as God says, cruel, unfeeling, pitiless, impudent, saucy, bold, stubborn, who won't listen. Reading on with Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 8. Behold, I have made thy face strong against their faces. As much as people want to be hard-headed about what they're going to do and their own self-righteousness or what have you, the Father saying, Behold, I have made thy face strong against their faces, and thy forehead 
strong against their foreheads. As an adamant, harder than flint, have I made thy forehead. We'll look at the word adamant. I'm just curious. Adamant. Um, a very hard, impenetrable stone. A name given to the to the diamond and other substances of extreme hardness. The name has often been given to the load uh, alone. But in modern uh, min- mineralogy, it has been it has no technical uh, technical signification. So the Lord is saying to the prophets, the teachers, from Ezekiel chapter three verse nine, as an adamant. And y'all, again, I hate the marble uh, uh, reference, but what, what are Wolverine's claws made out of? Adamantium. Not vibranium or, or whatever that other creature is. Adamant, adamant. As an adamant, harder than flint, have I made thy forehead. Fear them not, neither be dismayed at their looks. Though they be a rebellious house, moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, all my words that I shall speak unto thee, receive in thine heart and hear with thine ears. Like that roll that, that you ate earlier, receive it. Get into thy heart. Let, let it, let, digest it. Get this inside of you. Get God's word inside of you. Not gospel songs, not gospel hymns, not church stories. Get God's word deep in you. Again, Zechariah, chapter 3, verse 10, moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, all my words that I shall speak unto thee, receive in thine heart and hear with thine ears. Verse 11, and go, get thee to them of the captivity. Of who? Them of the captivity. Unto the children of thy people. And speak unto them. And tell them, thus says the Lord God, whether they will hear or whether they will forbear. I'm going to jump down to verse uh, 16. And it came to pass at the end of seven days that the Lord, that the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, hear the word at my mouth. And give them warning from me. When I say unto the wicked, Thou shalt surely die, and thou givest him not warning, thou speakest to, to warn the wicked from his wicked way, to save his life. The same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thine hand. Cool, they being wicked. If you don't go tell them about their wickedness, and the right way to do things, oh, they're going to die because they're wicked. Because hard-headed, stubborn, stiff-necked, rebellious, they're going to die because of that. But if you don't go tell them, then I'm going to blame their death on you. Because I, I, God is a long-suffering, merciful God. Give everybody a chance to get, get your act together. But if you don't tell people a very hard-headed, stiff-necked, stubborn, 
rebellious, hard-hearted people. They always use the excuse, no one, no one told me. Nobody told me. The father is trying to cut out all excuses. Reading on, Zechariah, Ezekiel, chapter 3, verse 19. I'm sorry, Ezekiel, chapter 3, verse 19. Yet, if I warned the wicked, and he turned not from his wickedness, okay, now, now a wicked person got it. They're being told about what they're doing is wrong. And they're being shown in the scriptures the word of God. But they refuse to turn from their wickedness, nor from his wicked way. He shall die in his iniquity, but thou hast delivered thy soul. So, brothers and sisters, as you see us teaching and you hear the passion that, we, that, that comes across, don't be misguided with that. Don't read it the wrong way. Understand what's going on. Understand what, what, what's happening. We're definitely in the last days. We're definitely in the last days. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is, is about to return. And with all the influences that, that are being unleashed, when we go to Revelation, let's go to it now. When we go to Revelation chapter 18, that's Romans, Revelations. Revelation, ventilation. We're going to Revelation, Revelation chapter 18 and verse 1. Revelation chapter 18, the whole 18th chapter of Revelation is dealing with the fall of, of spiritual Babylon the Great, which is dealing with um, the great city, Babylon the Great, which is dealing with um, spiritually called um, um, Sodom and Egypt, which is basically identifying America. We know that when, when John the Revelator got the book of Revelations and, and, and he wrote it down, obviously at that time, we're talking about what? Uh, somewhere, we know it, was before, it was before 70 AD, right? So, but sometime before 70 AD, uh, after uh, 33 AD, in between that 40-year period, that John the Revelator, and I haven't looked it up, I'm not going to right now, got the... Got, Revelations was given the the prophecies of the Book of Revelations uh, to write down for us to have to record everything that was going on for us to have that God's word He prophesied what was going to happen and it revealed to John the Revelator what was going to be going on write it down so we can now see it. Hopefully that that's understood. Obviously at that time during the the, the Roman Empire because that, that's that's what time it was there was no America. Right, there was no land place, land called America. So obviously, they didn't write the word America in the Bible. But God leaves a lot of clues that give a lot of direction <laughs> that really point out, like an all-points bulletin of, of, being, of what he's talking about and who he's referring to. So... With, and the prophecy is about the destruction of Babylon the Great. If we look at, think about Babylon, we had to go think about ancient Babylon or the Tower of Babel. And the Tower of Babel is after the flood, you know, uh, the earth started to uh, repopulate. And uh, all the nations at that time had came together um, and decided they're going to build a tower that was going to reach all the way up to heaven. And you can read this in Genesis chapter 10 and Genesis chapter 11. Um, and they were going to build this tower all over to heaven, lest the Lord decided he was going to, to uh, flood the earth with water again, and they didn't want to be scattered. And remember, at this particular time, 
But when they started to build this tower, there was only one language on the earth. It was a language that, 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 that came down from Adam. Um, it was a pure language, the holy tongue, what we call the Rashwan Kodash. There was only one language. So all nations at one time only spoke one language, all right? Um, and it being united together, being as one, you had all these people, all these uh, uh, nations gathered together uh, uh, in the land of Shinar, and they built this tower. They built this city. They built this empire. Um, and said, whose tower is going to reach all the way up to heaven. Uh, let's God, again, got, got mad, changed his mind, or God was lying, and was going to flood the earth again with water. Well, he gave us the, the rainbow, not to signify uh, Gay Pride Month or the LGBTQ community, but he gave us the, 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 the rainbow as a promise that he would not destroy the whole entire earth with a flood ever again, with a flood, or with water ever again. So the, this tower began to be built. The, uh, the God and the angels come down, see what's going on. They see that man has lost their damn, we don't lost our damn mind. And because we, we, we're united as one, and you have all these countries here, all these nations here, and they're building this thing to defy God, to go against God, that it was at that time that God divided the, nation, divided the nations and the different languages. Right? He divided the, the nations and the different languages. That, therefore, that tower became known as the Tower of Babel. Uh, because Babel, going back to the Hebrew word Babal, which means confusion, because all the languages of the earth, all the nations, their, their languages got confused, so they couldn't understand each other, so they couldn't be united as one in what they were trying to get done, defy God. Well, if we look at that and we come back and look at what place in the earth has a, a, a place where you have all nations gathered together, with all the different languages, with all their different customs, with all their different cultures, and you can find a you can find a little bit of everybody in one place, like like in ancient Babylon. If that's not America, which is also known as the Great Melting Pot, which says on the Statue of Liberty, "Give me your poor, your I, I forget what the rest of the life says because they they definitely ain't treated us with the damn." But America is known as the Great Melting Pot, and and you can go to different cities, and you can find a little Italy. You can find a little Manila. You can find a, a Chinatown. You can find a Koreatown. You're going to find the ghetto. You're going to find Greek town, German town. You're going to find um, uh, 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 Asian markets, uh, uh, Thai town, or what have you. Yeah, you have all people here. Uh, uh, you have East Indians. You have... Uh, um, uh, uh, from the islands, um, the, the 12 tribes, you've got the uh, South Pacific Islanders, that you can find pockets of, of everybody here in America, in different cities in America, all practicing the, their, their culture, their religion, you know, the so-called freedom of religion here in America, which is a bunch of confusion. So, dealing with Revelation chapter 18, um, the whole chapter is dealing with the fall of Babylon the Great, which is the, the climax and the conclusion of uh, Armageddon. Thank God. Um, but let's read this and see what it says. That the reason that, that God has said we have to be, become so stern at our people, uh, at people, is because uh, not only are we, are we hard-headed and stiff-necked and stubborn and, and impatient, but with all the influences, 
being unleashed in this particular place? People really want to follow their own mind, their own imagination. They want to have this sense of, of they, they feel to be liberty. Um, they ain't going to be controlled by nobody. Ain't nobody going to tell them what to do. And those influences are running rampant and getting worse and worse and worse, starting in this place here called America. So in Revelation 18, verse 1, it says, And after these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become the habitation of devils and the hold of every foul spirit and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. So it's telling you that there's a place in the world that is become the habitation of devils. The word devil, if we could just go by the dictionary definition of the word devil, the word devil just means deceiver, deception, lies. What place is that? Is, if, if America is not the home of more lies and hypocrisy than any other place on the planet Earth, please let it be known. The habitation of devils, of deceivers. This was the Declaration of Freedom of Religion. With the Declaration of Freedom of Religion, but yet you put on your money in God we trust. Which one is it? Which one is it? In America, you can literally be whatever the hell you want to be and be protected. The LGBTQ community, and I know they added more letters to it. The pedophiles, even they want to be called pedophiles because that's ages, age. Like you have racism, and now they have ageism. Please, it's getting the scriptures coming true. The habitation of devils and the hold, meaning like again, like 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 a prison, like a hold, and the hold of every foul. Spirit, every perversion, every fetish, every whatever the your mind can take you to, you can find a club, a clique, a, a, a group here in America that shares your same interests. Unlike anywhere else on the planet Earth, nothing that there's not foul spirits and, and evil and negative all over the Earth. But not like here in America, where the, the morals and the ethics of this place are the worst on the planet. The thing about liberty, being liberal, can be is definitely it starts here in America and spreads to the rest of the world like cancer. It says and again, Revelation 18 verse two, and the hold of every foul spirit and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird, everything God cannot stand is promoted here in America. This place that, that in the scriptures here is called Babylon the Great, meaning, again, if we look at the word Babylon, going back to the, to the Hebrew word Babal, which means confusion, so it says, the, saying the place of great confusion, where anything is allowed, 
any and literally everything is allowed here in America. Protected and promoted here in America. Then it says, here's another clue, verse 3, for all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Where is Americanism, American influence, not reached around the whole earth? Where is America's uh, 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 mindset and, and, and mental sicknesses and, 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 and perversions not reached every corner of the planet Earth? From Coca-Cola to, to the fast food uh, industries to whenever America, westernization comes into any country, their culture is destroyed and drugs, prostitution, and, and poverty are, are increase. Ancient cultures get wiped out to try to be an American. Name one place that has more influence on the planet Earth unlike America. Even, and even with the, the uh, greenbacks, where all oil on the planet Earth is having to be sold with U.S. currency? Are we really going to act like, like America doesn't have their fingers in every damn thing on the planet Earth? Everything. And it has not influenced the whole Earth? From the Industrial Revolution, that's polluted the air, the water, making animals extinct in the seas in the rivers, all over the planet Earth, following the, the lead of American technology. Again, so again, it's telling us that this place, for all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. What government is not, being, is not influenced by America? And the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. Name an import-export that, that doesn't reach America for the rest of the world gets rich off of either importing or exporting stuff to America. This is what it says in Revelation 18, verse 4. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people that you be not partakers of her sins and that you receive not of her plagues. For her sins have reached up to heaven and God has remembered her iniquities. Reward her even as she rewarded you and double unto her double according to her works. In the cup which she has filled, fill to her double. How much she has glorified herself and live deliciously. So much torment and sorrow give her. For she, for she says in her heart, I sit a queen and am no widow and shall see no sorrow. Therefore shall her place come in one day, death and mourning and famine, and she shall be utterly burned with fire. For strong is the Lord God, uh, who judges her. 
and that fire, brothers and sisters, not only is it going to be the, uh, a nuclear attack on Babylon the Great uh, from, from all nations with nuclear capabilities, but have y'all ever researched how many super volcanoes are in America? Whew. I'm, I've done it before. I'm, I'm going to look real quick. My time is flying. How many super volcanoes are in the U.S.? It says three. Three of the seven super volcanoes in the world are in the U.S. California. Long Valley, <laughs> California, Long Valley, uh, 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 Caldera, New Mexico, the Valley Caldera, and Wyoming, Yellowstone Park. Super volcanoes, California, New Mexico, and Wyoming. <laughs> the Long Valley, uh, 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 Caldera, in New Mexico, the, the Valley Caldera, and Wyoming, Yellowstone. If y'all can send me on YouTube, go to YouTube and, and put in the search box what would happen um, if super volcanoes uh, uh, ignited in America. I'm telling you right now. And that, that fire from the volcanoes, <coughs> the earthquakes that come from that. I don't know how many of y'all were alive. I know I was speaking to a, to a much older generation. The, the, there was a volcano up in Oregon. Was it Oregon? Where is Mount St. Helens? Mount St. Helens is, is located in Washington State. And I'm just looking at this, 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 as I just did the Google search. Mount St. Helens, located in Washington State, is the most active volcano in the, in the Cascade Range, and it is the most likely of the con- contiguous U- U.S. volcanoes to erupt in the future. They have a picture of Mount St. Helens, a before and after, that, that, when it went off, I was in middle school. Um, but it says here, um, uh, why is Mount St. Helens so famous? Uh, Mount St. Helens uh, sparked the advances in cutting-edge volcano science and uh, monitoring that exists today. Mount St. Helens is turned out to be the ideal laboratory to study volcanic activity. The 1980 eruption was the first large explosive eruption studied by scientists and observers using modern technology, right? So it went off in 1980. Mount St. Helens erupted in 1980. Um, I, I guess I got to do this here now also. 
when somebody's here. Oh, y'all are back already. All right. I know y'all are going to be back so soon. So I'm on my blog talk. I didn't think y'all were going to be back till like five. Uh, my family just came in from, from a little family excursion. Uh, that's, that's in here in the background. So how far is Mount St. H-E-L-E-Helens from A-L-B-U-Q-U-E-R-Q-U-E Albuquerque, New Mexico. All right. Here, um, just on the first thing, first uh, website that came up, the first thing that came up, it says Albuquerque Mount St. Helens National Volcanic Park. The distance is 1,000 123 miles, right? 1,123.6 miles. The reason I'm bringing this up, brothers and sisters, Mount St. Helens is not even a supervolcano, right? Mount St. Helens is not even a supervolcano. Remember, the supervolcanoes are California, New Mexico, and Wyoming. When Mount St. Helens went off in 1980, we got ash from Mount St. Helens that covered our cars and everything, and about an inch of ash all the way in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Ash from a volcano that erupted in Washington State, 1,123 miles away, ash landed in Albuquerque, New Mexico. That's just from a volcano. Now the supervolcano, a volcano. Some of the, the, the scripture is telling us that this Babylon, Babylon the Great is going to be burned with fire. And we, we uh, I didn't want to go here, but we're, we're here. And then when we come back and we read the book of Isaiah. We come back and we read the book of Isaiah, chapter 66 and verse 15. In Matthew Revelation 18, it says this. Um, I'm in the book of Isaiah, chapter 66 and verse 15. For behold, the Lord will come with fire and with his chariots like a whirlwind to render his anger with fury and his rebuke with flames of fire. We just read where the Lord said he's coming to, uh, he's going to bring strong in the Lord's hands, he's going to judge this place, and he's coming with fire. Well, we messed up with the scripture right here uh, to destroy Babylon the Great. It says, again, Isaiah chapter 66, verse 15. For behold, the Lord will come with fire and with his chariots like a whirlwind to render his anger with fury and his rebuke with flames of fire. Verse 16. For by fire and by his sword will the Lord plead with all flesh, and the slain of the Lord shall be many. Did, did, did we catch that? For by fire and by his sword will the Lord plead with all flesh. So we know that the nations, and I'm going to go back over that class again, how, to, how Armageddon is going to actually take place. And, and, and once, uh, how all the nations are going to be fighting against America, and there's going to be total global, uh, world war will be, will be 
totally in effect, uh, as well as the martial law, as well as, as, as FEMA camps and all this type of stuff going on. And there's going to be war. The nation's going to be at war. And then they're going to turn and see Christ coming. And the scripture says they're going to leave the, 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 the war. They have one against another. They're trying to try and fight against Christ. But it also tells you that the nations are going to attack Babylon the Great. When we go back and read Jeremiah chapter 50, verse 51, chapters 50 and 51, I'm going to do that right now for, for the lack of time. Go back and read those two chapters. It tells you how the nations are going to attack uh, Babylon the Great or America with that nuclear fire. You can back and read Joel, the third chapter. It tells you that um, anybody with an arrow, um, they're going to shoot their arrows or their missiles from the nations at America. So you're going to have the fire coming from the, 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 the militaries of the world aiming at America. And then at the same time, you're going to have the super volcanoes, the fire of the Lord. That's going to be going off also. And it tells you in Isaiah 34, I'm not going there either, but it tells you in Isaiah 34 that the smoke from this place will be rising forever as a sign. That once the Lord destroys this place, that, and it's, it's going to be felt around the whole earth to where it's going to shake the fish of the Red Sea. That's what it says. What, what kind of earthquake? What, what, what is going to shake the earth so hard that it's going to shake the oceans? It's going to be destruction of Babylon the Great. Because it says, with violence and fury poured out, the Lord is going to destroy this place. And as Peter told us, the day of the Lord is going, is, is, is going to be fire. Well, there's not going to be anything left. Let me go there. Let me, let me get that. In Second Peter, chapter 3, verse 10, it says, But the day of the Lord will come, come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. So when we look at this, and we consider this, verse, verse uh, 11, seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? What, what fire is there that, that will melt elements? <coughs> that the earth is going to be, uh, and all the works that are therein shall be burnt up. We've always talked about uh, thermonuclear destruction. So you, we do have that man-made fire coming of thermonuclear destruction that's going to be unleashed, uh, that's going to cause America to be called the, the lake of fire. But to have these, these, not only just the super volcanoes, but volcanoes, period, also erupting at the same time, and what is lava? It was not already melted elements. Lava is melted elements. And what can stop lava? Nothing. When these super volcanoes erupt, and then you also, again, have the nations firing. I guess I got to get that scripture now, also, real quick. Now that we're here, let's go to Jeremiah chapter 50. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 50. And 
Just trying to get straight to the point. Uh, I'm still at verse 8. Uh, Jeremiah chapter 50, verse 8. It says, remove out of the midst of Babylon and go forth out of the land of the Chaldeans and be as the goats before the flock. So yeah, similar to Revelation chapter 18, verse 4, where it says, get out of Babylon, remove out of the midst of Babylon, that we receive not of her plagues, that we be not partakers of her sins, that we receive not of her plagues. So similar to what we just read in Revelation chapter 18, verse 4, this is Jeremiah chapter 50, verse 8. It says, remove out of the midst of Babylon and, and go forth out of the land of the Chaldeans and be as the ghost before the flocks, verse 9. For lo, I will raise and cause to come up against Babylon an assembly of great nations from the north country, and they shall set themselves in array against her. Uh, from thence shall she be taken. Their arrows shall be as of a mighty uh, expert man. None shall return in vain. If you think about a, a, a mighty archer who's pulled back one of a, a, a strong bow, not a combo, but a, a, a strong bow, and releasing that arrow, they ain't going to turn the arrow back. So the thing about the nations, and we put this in modern-day modern terms, the nations that have arrows, what's the modern-day arrow? It's missiles. It's missiles that are going to be shot out. And again, when you go, when we match it with Joel, I'm, I don't want to go there, but when we match it with Joel, it's telling you that they're going to come forth out of the body, like out of the ground, they're going to open up. And when they fly, there's nothing, nothing that can stop them. These missiles that, that uh, uh, the metaphor given is that there are going to be arrows that are shot from the nations to consume this uh, one place on earth, in particular, called Babylon the Great. So, brothers and sisters, I guess I'm, I'm just trying to get this picture together that it's, it's going to be a mighty destruction. When we get to Amos, let me get this scripture real quick. We're going to Amos chapter 5. We'll look at the book of Amos chapter 5. It says, I'm in Amos chapter 5, and starting at verse 18. The book of Amos chapter 5, verse 18. It says, Woe unto you that desire the day of the Lord. To what end is it for you? The day of the Lord is darkness and night and not light. Are we hearing this? Because a lot of people get this thing in, in their minds that it's going to be like just sunshine, uh, rainbows. Um, unicorns, deers, uh, uh, red robins, uh, blue sparrows, blue jays, um, uh, b- butterflies and caterpillars all caught up together in the heart symbol. Um, there's going to be goats and lambs and kittens and, and, and uh, uh, goldfish are going to be flipping up in the air, turning flips as, as, they, as they look and see uh, Jesus just so effortlessly just just, just, just gliding down like, 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 like a cloud, like, like, like a feather, um, uh, as, as, as he, as he floats down to the earth, but uh, nothing but hope and, 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 and uh, peacefulness in his, in his, in his, in his still cold blue eyes, and it's just gonna be just, uh, you know, just magnificent. That's not what the scripture says. Amos chapter five verse eighteen. I'm going to go to Amos chapter 5, verse 18. And again, and it says, Woe unto you 
I always, we always say it, but I never actually just looked it up. It's Wilson, but no, I don't want Wilson. Give me a dictionary. Let me search. I want woe. W-O-E. Search. Well, y'all will enough to give me the word woe? Okay. Um, I have woe. The Webster's H-20 gives me woe some. Let me put that up on the net then. D E F I define D E F I define whoa eighteen twenty eight. All right, got it. From Webster's eighteen twenty eight dictionary, the word woe means grief, sorrow, misery, uh a heavy calamity. All right. The word woe means grief, sorrow, misery. A heavy calamity. So as we come back to our scripture, Amos chapter five verse eighteen. Book of Amos chapter five verse eighteen. Grief, sorrow, calamity, unto you that desire the day of the Lord. I'm I'm here, y'all. I'm here. Um. As I look at some of these different versions of Amos 7, 5, verse 18, what to those desire the day of the Lord? What is this for you? The day of the Lord is darkness and not light. Uh, in the Bible in basic English, it says, Follow to you who are looking for the day of the Lord. What is the day of the Lord for you? It is dark and not light. Um, uh, the Beeman Study Bible says, Woe to you who long for the day of the Lord. What will the day of the Lord be for you? It will be darkness and not light. Mm. The common English version says, you look forward to the day when the Lord comes to judge, but you are in for trouble. Wow. It It won't be a time of sunshine, it will be darkness. <laughs> this is the, the, the common English version of uh, Bible. The common English version of the Bible says, you look forward to the day of the Lord. You look, forward, you look forward to the day when the Lord comes to judge. But you are in trouble. For it won't be a time of sunshine. All will be darkness. Um The Good News Bible, the Good News Bible for Amos chapter 5 verse 18 says, how terrible it will be for you who long for the day of the Lord. What good will that day do, do you? For you it will be a day of darkness and not light. And the, what is this here? In the International Standard Version, the International Standard Version, it says this, Woe to those who are craving the day of the Lord. How is it 
your <laughs> wow. I'm sorry, y'all. The International Standard Version for Amos chapter five, for Amos chapter five, verse eighteen. Both to those who are craving the day of the Lord. How is it your? How is it? How is it to you, to your benefit? This day of the Lord is a day of darkness to you, and not light. Uh, uh, uh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. In the Young's Little Translation, in the Young's Little Translation says, Ho, ye who are desiring the day of, of uh, Jehovah, why is, why is this to you, the day of Jehovah? It is darkness and not light. So just, you know, taking a look at this, brothers and sisters. Woe to you that desire the day of the Lord. To what end is it, is it for you? The day of the Lord is darkness and not light. Take out the analogy that the Most High is given here. As if a man did flee from a lion and a bear met him. So imagine you already run, that you are often in, the, in, the, in the, I guess, the jungle or, or forest or, or wherever. Um, you're fleeing from a lion. You know, run up on the lion, and now the lion's chasing you. So as you're fleeing from a lion, you run into a bear. So now you, you're fleeing from a lion and a bear or went into a house, and say you escaped, you was somehow you was able to get away from the lion and the bear, and you made it into the house. And you close the door, and you feel you got safety, security, shelter. You close the door. It says, uh, went into the house and leaned his hand on the wall, and a serpent bit him. So you, you run up the lion, you run into a bear. Somehow you get away from the lion and the bear. You think you're safe. You get inside the house, close the door, you leave your hand on the wall, and you get bit by a serpent. Are you having a good day? No, not at all. Now, yes, uh, the lion, the bear, and the serpent are all symbolic also. The lion is referring to, um, y'all, y'all, well, you probably don't. The lion is referring to the Arabians, all right? The lion is referring to the Arabians. The bear is referring to Magog or Russia, that the, Ar- the Arabians, and the Russians are going to be attacking America. It says, and went into the house and leaned a hand on the wall and the serpent bit him. The serpent represents the Chinese, who are very much already here deep in America, according to debt. Their militaries are already here. They're already here. So it's telling you, Armageddon is going to be the main characters in Armageddon, America, Russia, Arabians, and China. We can see on this chessboard, we can see the pieces being put in place for, for, for this checkmate, verse 20. So not the day of the Lord be darkness and not light, even very dark and no brightness in it. This is going to be one hell of a day. Now, we know that this was also how the Lord was prophesying against Jerusalem. While we was in Jerusalem, just tripping our asses off when, um when we were in the promised land, and it was our final warnings of Amosai telling us what he's going to do to us in Jerusalem, which did happen. But in prophecy, because we know the most of requires that which is past, 
in prophecy. But what we have to look forward to is what's going to happen to Babylon the Great? What is going to happen to Babylon the Great? So, brothers and sisters, uh, again, as, as we go over the classes and, and, and you see the teaching, whatever, understand what the purpose is and what's going on. And, yeah, as, as we're in these last days, we can't forget that it does tell us this also. We're going to go to the book of Galatians. Chapter, what verse is that? Even one second, I can't, as my memory is slipping some. We want all the words E M E M Y T R U T H. 416. 416. The book of Galatians, brothers and sisters, the book of Galatians, uh, chapter 4 and verse 16. I'm reading this in the King James Version first. All right? uh, Galatians chapter 4, verse 16. And it says, Am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? Yeah, remember, part of the series that we're going over, um, I'm going to have to rename today's, uh, today's class, is as we get closer and closer to, to the day of the Lord getting here. As we get closer and closer to, to, to Christ actually making his, his return, there's going to be a lot more people getting more and more offended because of the truth. There's going to be a lot more people that their, their dreams, their bucket lists, their um, what have you, are, are not going to come to fruition. And to not have to, have to choose living in this, this land, if we look at everything, brothers and sisters, that some things that we just went over, as living in, in this land that has become the, the, the hold of every foul spirit, the cage of every hateful bird, the place where, of, where everything God really cannot stand is allowed to, to take place, the, the, the place where, where you can be influenced by anything uh, and lead to a person being drunk in their mind, not drunk off of liquor or alcohol, uh, but drunk in the mind off of just influence, just just. I'm influenced by this. I'm influenced by that. Um, I don't want to follow God's rules. I don't want to do it God's way. I want to feel feel like I'm free to do what I want to do, how I want to do it. And I'm going to do it my way. So, um, I'm not the the sky's the limit. I ain't gonna let nobody hold me down. Uh, I'm going to follow my dreams. I'm going to follow my heart. I'm going to follow my mind. Uh, I'm gonna do as I will. I'm gonna have it my way. I'm gonna go for it. Um, you know, all, all, all the, the the mental, psychological conditioning that is really taking place here in America, that, 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 that's in the world. I ain't going to say this America, but it, it is predominant here in America, that mindset, that mindset that where we could be influenced. Come on, if we, if we look on, on cartoons now and we're seeing um, or, or realizing, uh, I, I guess it finally came out, that on Sesame Street was supposed to be put together for kids, for children. The, chi- the Children's Television Network, I guess, you know, finally came out and admitted, not just through speculation and, and conspiracy theories, that yes, Bert and Ernie are actually two gay lovers. Um, that Big Bird was actually a transvestite. Um, that with the big feathers and, and the flamboyant 
uh, uh, appearance of Big Bird, did that, yeah, is representing a, a transvestite. That's going all the way back to my childhood and, and, and many other people's childhood. But that those seeds were being planted even at that age, even at that time. And me personally, I, 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 I like Sesame Street. I really did. Uh, I was in favor of Sesame Street. I really didn't like the electric company. I don't even know if people know about that today. I really went into the electric company. I did like Electric Man or Letter Man and Spider-Man from the electric company, but uh, really, I really wasn't feeling uh, Mr. Rogers. That he just that wasn't my that wasn't my thing. But that know that a lot of these things were being implemented sub- subliminally, subliminally in our consciousness, in our minds, um, and we can look and see see the fruit of those seeds today. But many people do have this notion: I was born gay, I was born like this. I've just always known that I'm this, I'm that. Um, this thing, my wife was telling me the other day about one of the children in her, uh, that she deals with, talking about they're non-binary. I don't have no clue. I don't even really care what it means. But, but non-binary? One thing I will give Mr. Rogers, he did have a song he used to sing that says, if you're, if, if you're born a girl, you're always going to be a girl. If you're born a boy, you're always going to be a boy. That only, only girls can be mommies and only boys can be daddies. He had that song. He did have that song. Well, you got to the point, brothers and sisters, where they want to sue the Aretha Franklin estate for the song, You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman, because it offends the LGBTQ community because they're not naturally born women? What, what kind of influence, I mean, are, are, are we facing? What, what, what kind of influence, not only we, because we can take it real selfish and just think about ourselves, but think about our children. Think, think about our children or the children that, that, that are coming up. Look at what they're going to be facing. Look at what they're going to be influenced with. Where you can look on damn it, every TV show now. I remember, I remember coming up that it was it was it was to see queer eye for the gay guy was like that was that was stretching things. That was that was stretching it like for real for real for real. Now come on, I remember when Pat Gray did the L word referring to lesbian. We can look everywhere from from. Uh, the gay influence from, from a SpongeBob to Green Lantern. In the comics, Green Lantern was the first superhero to come out as full-on gay. Hal, Hal Jordan, or one of them, straight gay, straight, I mean, homosexual. Then we can look at um, uh, the last uh, Doctor Strange movie, uh, the, what do you want to say, the protagonist? Along with uh, Doctor Strange was uh, America, who had two moms. This is in in in, in the is the comic the, the blockbuster movie going around the world. These influences. Then we, oh, come on, let's not forget about Disney influences. Good Lord, all the Disney influences that 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 are plaguing our, uh, and affecting the morals of our children on 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 
on the child's level. So now to come back and now be showing them the word of God, showing them the order of God, the, the, the struggles and the fight and the, 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 the rebelliousness and the, the open uh, ignoring, the open ignoring of God's law, God's way. It's going to get a lot worse, brothers and sisters. It's going to get a lot worse. I know Tyler Powell has been doing has done his series on Never Watch Spell, and it's gotten extensive. I might have to go back and research uh, exactly what titles he was doing. But when he go, when he was covering the Hellenization of the Jews, good Lord, that it was it was the Jews' philosophy for all nations to be the same. For all nations to, to let go of their laws, let go of their culture, and for everybody to be of one mind and really be one. And the extent they went to, there were if anybody was found practicing, especially among Israelites, if anybody was found practicing the laws of God, observing the laws of God, they were literally being put to death in a, a forced um, uh, uh I'm thinking uh, like Inquisition, like a, a force, uh, like, like when, when white people first came to the Americas and forced Native Americans to accept uh, their form of Christianity, to accept uh, 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 Catholicism or uh, Christianity, that it, in not accepting it, they were, there were many people put to death not accepting the white man's form of Christianity. A lot, a lot, millions of people were put to death. Well, you go back and trace, the, again, the Greeks, the first white empire on the planet Earth, under Alexander the Great, they did the same thing. The, the, and for those who were not configured that real quick, as, as I said when my time is at, we go to First Maccabees. And this is one reason why, why they took the book of the Apocrypha out of the Bible, that we wouldn't have access to these things. And, and, and it's like they say also, if you, want to hide anything, if you want to hide anything from a nigga, put it in the book. Especially for, um, because we don't like to read. We, don't, we, we, we hate reading. We really do. So when you come back and, and consider, uh, I'm the first Maccabees. I'm going to start uh, chapter one of verse one. I'm going to read down. In First Maccabees chapter one verse one, it says, "And it happened after the Alexander, son of Philip the Macedonian, who came out of the land of Kittim, had smitten Darius, king of the Persians, and Medes, that he reigned in his stead the first over Greece." And again, we know this. We taught this in, in humanities. We taught this in civics and world history about Alexander the Greek. Alexander the Great. Well, his father was Philip the Macedonian. And if y'all didn't catch. Uh, Tazapaz Tuesday, uh, last this uh, previous Tuesday, where he did Never Watch Pell, um, the end of the independence of the Jews. Ooh, brothers and sisters, to understand that the Macedonians go back are linked to to um, Hagag, which goes back to Amalek. That Alexander would be he's of the same lineage. As Jewish people, he's a Malachite. 
whom in the scriptures God says he uh, he can't stand there forever, that they're the first of the nations? Good Lord. Go back and check that class out if y'all haven't. Excellent history class. Excellent history class. But moving on with my point, that Alexander, the son of Solid the Macedonian, uh, small, uh, uh, Darius, king of the Persians and the Medes, and reigning in his stead the first over Greece. So now the super world empire now is under Alexander, uh, which came into power around 333, 333 BC. It only took him 12 years to conquer the whole known planet at the time, uh, Earth at the time. Verse 2, and made many wars and won many strongholds and slew the kings of the earth and went through, went through to the ends of the earth and took spoils of many nations, insomuch that the earth was quiet before him, whereupon he was exalted and his heart was lifted up. And you can see where white people get this, this notion about the bigger the gun they have, the, that, that's what is a peacekeeper. That's what they they have nuclear bombs that are called peacekeepers because it's like, look, either you it's gonna be our way and y'all gonna accept it and like it, or we're gonna blow you the hell up. <laughs> Just like their forefather Alexander did during his reign. In the twelve short years it took him to conquer everything, yeah. If you don't follow and and submit to our rule and our way of doing things, we'll destroy you. And that's how we're going to keep peace on earth right now. Who? Cool. Uh, verse 4. First uh, Maccabees chapter 1, verse 4. And he gathered a mighty strong host and ruled over countries and nations and kings who became tributaries unto him. And after these things, he fell sick and perceived that he should die. Uh, wherefore, he called his servants, such as were honorable, and had been brought up with him from his youth, and parted his kingdom among them, uh, while he was yet alive. So Alexander reigned 12 years and then died. And I'm not really going to the breakdown with this because Pot really just covered this last, has been covering this for the past couple of Tuesdays, um, for Tazapot Tuesdays, under the uh, title of Never Wax Pale, all right? Which can be looked at or viewed or listened to uh, with iHeartRadio podcast, Apple iTunes podcast, Google podcast, uh, podcast addicts, uh, under ISBHBK Bible Talk, under ISBHBK Bible Talk, you can uh, check out uh, uh, the library and go pull the, the, those those shows up, starting from the newest, going back to the oldest, and, and get the full complete history, reference books, scriptures. The brother did a fantastic job with that. Please go and check it out. So I, that's why I'm not going to spend too much time with this. I want to get to the point. I want to get to. So First Maccabees chapter one verse eight, and he said, and his servants. Bear rule everyone in his place. And after his death, they all put crowns upon themselves, so did their sons after them many years. And evils were multiplied in the earth. When white people took over, evil multiplied in the earth. Uh, verse 10, and there came out of them a wicked root, Antiochus, surnamed Epiphanes, son of Antiochus the king, who had been a hostage at Rome. And he reigned in the 137th year of the kingdom of the Greeks. In those days, this is what I want to get you, brothers and sisters. In those days went there out of Israel wicked men who persuaded many, saying, let us go and make a covenant with the heathen that are round about us. For since we, have, since we departed from them, we have had much sorrow. So this divide 
pleased them well. Some of the Israelites saying, "Look, we need to go make a league um, and 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 get in, and and be alliance, make make covenants, contracts, pacts, um, treaties with the heathen." Because look at what's going. Look what's going on. We need to go ahead and accept their government. We need to accept who they are, and we need to be like them. But the, the Bible saying that these were these men that did these Israelites that did that were wicked men, and it pleased Israelites well. Verse thirteen. Then certain of the people were so forward herein they, that they went to the king who gave them license to do after the ordinances of the heathen. We wouldn't got licenses. We got permits so we could be like the heathen. At this time here in history, they were reading about First Maccabees, it was the Greeks. Today, it's, it's similar to when you hear, get out and vote, vote or die. When you have our people, among, over our people, pushing our people into the political uh, mentality, pushing our people to, to accept the government and, and the ways of America, that we can do good for America, America the great, the greatest country on the planet Earth. Exercise your right as a citizen to vote. Get your voter, your voter registration up. Get out and vote. Walk the vote. The Bible tells us that there's nothing new under the sun. Push your, your, uh, uh, your rights as a citizen of America. No different than our people was led very wickedly. Enforce your rights. Push your rights as Greeks. Accept Hellenism. Accept being a Greek. And fall into the, 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 the Greek way of life. Come on, you still have a lot of people today when they go to uh, college. They join a Greek fraternity or a Greek sorority. We're still doing this to this very day. Reading on, and God says this is wicked. God says this is wicked. Reading on, verse, uh, verse 14. Whereupon they built a place of exercise at Jerusalem according to the customs of the heathen. And yes, going back, y'all have seen uh, 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 pictures of the first Olympics. All of them was naked. All of them was naked. Running a hundred yard dash, but naked. Throwing the javelin, but naked. And yes, yes, the Greco style of wrestling, two grown ass men wrestling, grabbing each other in different holes. Completely butt, booty, naked. Hot, sweaty, naked. The Greeks. Throwing the discus. Free as the day they was born. And many of our people participated in these events. In the weightlifting. The body sculpting. Do you think I'm pretty? Do you think I'm cute? Do I meet your approval? Reading on, verse 15. And made themselves uncircumcised and forsook the Holy Covenant and joined themselves to the heathen and were sold to do mischief. Um, I'm going to jump down. Um, 
Um, Jim down to verse 41. First Maccabees chapter 1 verse 41. It says, Moreover, King Antiochus wrote to his whole kingdom that all should be one people. Are y'all hearing this? The Bible always said that this is a wicked root. Spring up out, out of um, uh, when Alexander's uh, kingdom was divided among his, his four top generals. That even as, as bad as things had already gotten, there was even more, more, one that was notably more wicked than all the rest, Antiochus, surnamed Epiphanes. Now we're dealing with this, this same bastard. And I'm sorry, but I got, I got another word for this dude. First Maccabees chapter 1, verse 41. It says, moreover, King Antiochus wrote to his whole kingdom that all should be one people. You know, that I'm proud to be an American. In the place I know I'm free, so I'll stand up. The, the Whitney Houston um, uh, National Anthem, uh, this mentality that we all Americans and we all have rights and that we all should be one as Americans, that, that again, we should be all one, erase the color lines. The same mentality was, was, was how the Greeks conducted their government. It's the exact same. It's the exact same people. It's white people. So-called white people. Verse forty-two. First Maccabees chapter one, verse forty-two. And everyone should leave his laws. So all the heathen agreed according to the commandment of the king. Yea, many also of the Israelites consented to his religion, and sacrificed unto idols, and profaned the Sabbath. And it says, you know, it's funny when, you, when, when, when we can look in the Bible, see words like idols and stuff like that, and then we look and see um, TV shows like American Idol, and there is no connection made about us sacrificing to idols, and you have shows like American Idol, you have shows like America's Got Talent, you have shows like. Uh, um, America's Next Dance thing or, or whatever. Um, uh, you have all the, the, the sports championships that take place with, with, with the trophies. You have all the, the, uh, the Emmy Awards, the Oscars, the Grammys. Um, you have all these different types of awards that people work hard to achieve. But there's never a connection that these are idols. And it's, it's from the American mentality, similar to what our people did during the time of the Greeks under Antiochus. Again, verse 43. First, Matthew 1, verse 43, and we better get out of here. Yea, many also of the Israelites consented to his religion and sacrificed unto idols and profaned the Sabbath. For the king has sent letters by messengers unto Jerusalem. And the cities of Judah, that they should that they should follow the strange laws of the land. Y'all ever wonder where that notion comes from? You have to obey the law of the land. That technically is nowhere in the Bible, but this is something that was being enforced by the Greeks, white people at the time of Antiochus. That that the Jews, Israelites, who happen to be our people now, 
that they should follow the strange laws of the land. You know, similar to the mentality, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. Reading on. Oh, it said, um, uh, sacrifice the idols and profane the Sabbath. It's not about our people getting together as our people and keeping the laws of God. It's about us making sure we get together for, like, Juneteenth today. That make sure we get together for St. Patrick's Day. Make sure we get together for Martin Luther King's birthday. Make sure we get together for Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving. Uh, make sure we get together for Valentine's Day. Make sure we get together for Father's Day, Mother's Day, birthdays, anniversaries. Forget the laws of God. Forget that we should gather together as Israelites and honor our God, the God of the Bible. No, honor yourselves. Find a way to make it about you. We never connect these dots, though. Somehow these dots just never get connected. Verse 45. 1 Maccabees 71, verse 45. And forbid burnt offerings and sacrifice and drink offerings in the temple and that they should profane the Sabbath and festival days and pollute the sanctuary and the holy people. Set up altars and groves and chapels of idols and sacrifice swine's flesh and unclean beasts. Come on, y'all. As, as I was on TikTok, that, that's, my, that's my social media uh, uh, platform right now that, that, that I spend most time on. I don't know how many uh, crab boils, crawfish uh, uh, boils, uh, jambalaya that, that, that are just coming up. And as the barbecue, it's definitely hot. It's summertime. The, the, the barbecue pork, the barbecue pork loin, the, the barbecue ribs, just in, in droves. And people have been cooking this stuff for so long, and they perfected it. Again, saying what? First Maccabees chapter 1, verse 47. Set up altars and groves and chapels of idols. Going to the chapel and I'm going to get mad. That's an old, old song. And sacrifice swine's flesh and unclean beasts. That they should also leave their children uncircumcised and make their souls abominable with all manner of uncleanness and profanation. And brothers and sisters, I'm going to wrap this back around to Revelation 18. What is Babylon the Great? This modern Babylon the Great? The hold of every foul spirit and unclean and hateful bird and all manner of abominations. If we can't see that this is all being repeated again, white people, their government being in charge, forbidding the laws of God and want to establish their own religion, government, laws, and if you don't lock in and follow, follow, if you don't lock in and obey the laws of the land, destruction. I'll, I'll, let's keep reading. Um, I got to read verse 48 again. That they should also leave their children uncircumcised. I, I didn't read it again. Uh, and, make, and make their souls abominable with all manner of uncleanness, that you're making your soul abominable, 
disgusting in the eyes of God with all manner of uncleanness that we give ourselves over to and profanation. I'm going to see if you can give me this word, profanation. Profanation, uh, the act of violating sacred things. So to be profane or profanation is the act of violating sacred things or of treating them with contempt or irreverence as the profanation of the Sabbath uh, by sports. Oh, my God. Amusements or unnecessary labor. The profanation of a sanctuary. The profanation of the name of God by swearing, jesting, etc. The act of treating with abuse or disrespect. Wow. Uh, I, I'm sorry, but I, I'm definitely going to get this put on Facebook. Yeah, we're going to put this on Facebook for real. Damn. Reading on, uh, verse, verse 49. To the end, they might forget the law and change all the ordinances. And whosoever would not do according to the commandment of the king, he said he should die. In the selfsame manner, he wrote, uh, in the selfsame manner, wrote he to his whole kingdom and appointed overseers over all the people, commanding the cities of Judah to sacrifice city by city. And what, what, what did Antiochus do? What did the Greeks do? They set up overseers. So they had their own people being overseers over their own people, making sure that Israelites was going to follow the laws of the land, that we was going to conform to what the Greeks had going on. And we bet not be doing the law. We bet not be trying to please God. Then many of the people were gathered together unto them, to with everyone that forsook the law, and so they committed evils in the land. And drove the Israelites into secret places, even whatsoever, even whatsoever uh, they could flee for succor. I'm going to leave, it, leave that part right there, brothers and sisters. That Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 9 tells us that there's nothing new under the sun. God requires that which is past. Uh, chapter 3 verse 15, Ecclesiastes. Brothers and sisters, we, we can see the same thing going on again now. We can see the same, same um, uh, events and, and mentalities being replicated today. And this is not the time that we want to be denying Christ. This is not the time that we want to deny Christ. So with that, the time is now, uh, it's, like it's, it's 12, 15. I'm going to end class with that today, uh, brothers and sisters. I'm going to end class with that right there today. Um, and I do invite you. Uh, with today being Monday, today is Monday uh, 6th, 6th, 19th, uh, uh, Juneteenth. Uh, I'm going to invite you to uh, please check out uh, ISBHBK uh, Houston on YouTube, as well as ISBHBK uh, San Antonio, the Sword of Truth. Tonight, starting at uh, 7 p.m. Uh, on either uh, YouTube, YouTube source. Uh, check out the classes. Uh, keep your knowledge going. Uh, uh, keep learning. Uh, keep your head in the book. Um, as, as we keep trying to strengthen our spirits for, for these days we're living in and for, and for what's coming ahead before our Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ, Yahweh Shai, does actually get here. All right? Uh, I believe that's it. I believe that's it for now. All right, so as I cue this up,
for ISBHBK Bible Talk. My name is Mashaba, and I would like to say shalom. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.